Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sound the gifting panic alarm. We've all been there. You need to find the perfect gift. You have absolutely zero ideas and you don't know where to start. Relax. Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. Just answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like, and Gift Mode gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Imagine pages of artisan espresso mugs for the coffee connoisseur in your life. Or for the pickleballer, customize paddle covers in every shade imaginable. Etsy's got you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. Support for this show comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Loom help power the collaboration needed for teams to accomplish what would otherwise be impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian software for everything from space exploration and green energy to delivering pizzas and podcasts. Whether you're a team of two, 200 or 2 million, Atlassian software is built to help keep you connected and moving together as one. Tonight, the growing trouble for Donald Trump after another of his hand-picked candidates is defeated. And the new potential legal trouble for the former president after more classified materials are found in his possession. Government secrets found in Trump's Florida storage unit and turned over to the FBI. CBS's Scott McFarlane has the new details. The power grid attack manhunt. Tonight, the warning is law enforcement says there's online chatter from extremist groups calling for more plots to take out power in major cities like New York and D.C. TikTok crackdown. The state's banning the use of the social media app on government phones. CBS's Jeff Begay's on why the platform is considered a national security threat. Stalking with an air tag? The lawsuit tonight against Apple after women say they're being followed with help from the tracking devices. And our exclusive with the first female commandant of the U.S. Coast Guard as the military branch combats a recruiting shortage. We're here with the U.S. Coast Guard witnessing a rescue swimmer deployment. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening and thank you for joining us on this busy Wednesday night. Tonight, CBS News has learned of new threats of a copycat attack on America's infrastructure, like the one that knocked out power to thousands in North Carolina. And we're just getting new information from police in that case of the four college students who were murdered. Investigators are looking for information about a specific kind of car. But we do want to begin with those new classified documents. Lawyers for Donald Trump say they discovered material while searching a storage unit 
unit in West Palm Beach, Florida. The items were reportedly found among a mix of boxes, gifts, suits and clothes, including swords and wrestling belts. This is raising questions about what it means for the ongoing special counsel investigation. CBS's Scott McFarland joins us with the possible legal troubles ahead. Good evening, Scott. Good evening, Nora. Four months after the FBI seized records marked classified from Mar-a-Lago, still more documents marked classified are surfacing, this time in a storage unit used by the former president in Florida. A U.S. official confirms to CBS News representatives of former President Donald Trump alerted the FBI they've recovered yet another set of potentially sensitive documents, this time in a storage facility in West Palm Beach. The official confirmed inside a sealed box there were two documents with classified markings, adding to the more than 300 sensitive documents found this year. Yet another instance in which Trump has failed to comply with lawful demands to return them. This revelation is the first indication classified materials might have been held or might still be on site at other Trump properties. The searches were reportedly conducted around Thanksgiving at three other locations, the president's golf club in Bedminster, Trump Tower in New York, and in a storage facility at Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate. And at a time of growing legal peril for the former president. The first question now is, is the Department of Justice satisfied they have everything? If they don't, how are they going to get the rest? The FBI sees 33 boxes of records August 8th at Mar-a-Lago, including records that were supposed to be in the hands of the National Archives. Last month, the Justice Department appointed special counsel Jack Smith to oversee the growing probe into those documents. Trump has downplayed the importance of the seizures, but critics say mishandling of these records could have allowed highly sensitive material to fall into the wrong hands. The disregard and disdain for legal norms and rules simply cannot be accepted from anyone. No one is above the law. Last week, an appeals court overruled Trump's request for an independent special master to review some of the papers seized from Mar-a-Lago, which had slowed the investigation. And though Trump could still appeal that decision, the investigation into him grows. And Nora, it accelerates. Quite a development today. Scott McFarland, thank you so much. We turn now to some breaking news. CBS News has learned of new online chatter from domestic extremist groups following that recent attack on two electric substations in North Carolina. Some of those posting online are advocating for further attacks on major cities like New York and Washington, D.C. CBS's Mark Strassman is in North Carolina, where the lights are finally coming back on. With two substations in Moore County raked by gunfire, more worrisome than ever, security around America's grid infrastructure. Most concerningly is copycat attacks in the coming weeks against other elements of the grid. Chris Krebs, CBS News cybersecurity expert, has watched threats against America's grid proliferate, like this one posted online hours after the Moore attack. So substations can be easily compromised. Hmm, tell me more. This attacker knew exactly where to hit. And they did it deliberately, and they did it multiple times, and they did it very thoroughly. There's a playbook for it if you're so inclined. Absolutely. It, there is absolutely a playbook. The Department of Energy reports roughly 70 intentional attacks on electric facilities just this year. CBS News has confirmed recent physical attacks on substations in Oregon and Washington. And a series of specific threats in California from domestic violent extremists that will likely remain a threat to the electricity subsector through 2023. Lights are back on. Back in Moore County, the lights came on for the first time since Saturday in Santa Nassar's furniture store. Back in business. 
But Anthony Parks has major losses in his ice cream shop. Tossed $9,000 worth of spoiled dairy. Everybody's still a little bit raw and upset and angry that this happened in the first place. To give you a sense of where this case stands, the FBI today put out another plea for tips, and the governor announced a new $75,000 reward for information that leads to an arrest. Nora? Mark Strassman, thank you very much. Well, there's a major development tonight in the murder of four college students in Idaho. Detectives want to speak to the driver of a white 2011 to 2013 Hyundai Elantra with unknown license plate. They say the occupants of the car may have critical information regarding the case. Also today, you can see police begin collecting the victim's personal belongings that they say are no longer needed for the investigation. They want to return them to their families. Tonight, Texas Governor Greg Abbott has banned the use of the social media app TikTok on all government-issued devices over cybersecurity concerns. Several other states and the U.S. military had previously banned the popular Chinese-owned app. We get more now from CBS's Jeff Begays. The social media app is a viral sensation. But today, Texas Governor Greg Abbott became the latest state official to ban TikTok from state phones, calling it a security threat. The big concern that Chinese intelligence officials could force TikTok, owned by Chinese company ByteDance, to share the vast amounts of data it collects. In a letter announcing the ban, Governor Abbott wrote, TikTok harvests vast amount of data from its users' devices and offers this trove of potentially sensitive information to the Chinese government. Texas joins Maryland and South Dakota in banning TikTok. TikTok is one of the most popular social media platforms in the U.S. It boasts millions of users. Yet for years, the intelligence community has had concerns about how TikTok data is being used. They also have the ability to uh, collect data through it uh, on users, which can be used uh, for traditional espionage operations. TikTok denies that it shares data with the Chinese government. For some of the governors, if they take a step back and look and they say, well, what are the threats that we wanted to do, then maybe they should consider banning all social media apps from government phones. In a statement, TikTok added, the concerns driving these bans are largely fueled by misinformation about our company. This battle over TikTok data is the subject of high-level negotiations with the U.S. government. TikTok has now offered to move that data to Texas, but Nora, that is a deal that the U.S. hasn't accepted. It's a big deal, Jeff Begays. Thank you. Democrats are celebrating their Senate seat win in Georgia last night as Republicans do some soul-searching on what went wrong and look at the path forward. We get more now from CBS's Nicole Killian. <laughs> Senator Raphael Warnock arrived to a hero's welcome on Capitol Hill. The Democratic incumbent locked in a six-year term by defeating GOP nominee Herschel Walker, bolstered by historic turnout. The people have spoken. I'm not going to make any excuses now because we put up one heck of a fight. Warnock's win means Democrats have 51 seats in the upper chamber. 51. An advantage that gives them greater control over President Biden's judicial nominations and agenda, subpoena power, and leverage on committees. It's significant. It gives us a, we can breathe a sigh of relief. 
It was more like heartburn for Senate Republicans who began pointing fingers. As Republicans, we've got to learn from. Walker was handpicked by former President Trump, but some Republicans warned early on he came with too much baggage. His son Christian tweeted last night, Trump called my dad for months, demanding that he run. Everyone with a brain begged him, please don't do this. The former football star is the eighth Trump-backed Senate candidate to be defeated. I know a lot of people in our party uh, love the president, former president, but he's, uh, if you will, the kiss of death. Some GOP leaders are now rethinking the party's strategy, taking a page out of Democrats' playbook. They did a better job with early votes, mail-in and early voting. We all have to start doing that. As far as in-person Election Day voting, Georgia has set another record with more than 1.6 million ballots cast Tuesday. That is more than Election Day last month, the 2021 runoff and the 2020 presidential election. Nora? That didn't help Walker. All right, Nicole Killian, thank you. German police arrested at least 25 people accused of plotting to overthrow the government. Authorities say the suspects have ties to a right-wing extremist group, and many of them had military training. According to prosecutors, the QAnon-inspired group formed a shadow government, tried to recruit government workers, and was planning an armed attack on the German parliament building. One of the alleged ringleaders is 71-year-old Prince Heinrich VIII of Rus, a descendant from an ancient aristocratic family. Consumer advocates are sounding the alarm about Apple's AirTags. Two women have filed a class action lawsuit against the company. They claim their ex-partners used the small tracking device to stalk them. CBS's Lilia Luciano spoke with one of the plaintiffs. There were definitely lots of times where I didn't sleep well. Um, there's been a lot of therapy since then. After a relationship ended, Laura Hughes says her ex-boyfriend used an Apple AirTag to track her every move. I got the alert that said an AirTag was moving with me. How did you finally find it? I just literally dug around the outside of edges of my car and eventually found it in the wheel well. This quarter-sized device is designed to track your wallet, your luggage, or your keys, but it can also track you. Here's how it works. This AirTag is sending a Bluetooth signal to the iPhones of every stranger around me. That data then goes to the iCloud where the person tracking the device can see your every move. Why it's so effective? Well, no matter where you are, you're never far away from an iPhone. The proposed class action lawsuit accuses Apple of negligence and seeks damages, as well as an order to stop Apple from releasing what they call an unreasonably dangerous product into the market. Apple said it is not going to comment on ongoing litigation. But in February, the company listed a number of safety measures to address unwanted tracking, adding, we condemn in the strongest possible terms any malicious use of our products. Albert Fox Kahn is a surveillance technology expert. I'd much rather spend another minute looking for my keys than live in a world where every movement is tracked. You can try to make improvements around the edges, but as long as you're selling a cheap, ubiquitous tracking device, people are going to misuse it. What do you want Apple to do? I want Apple to make their devices safer or remove the product from the market. Lauren found the device in her case because she has an iPhone and it alerted her. But people who don't have iPhones have to download an app and check it to know whether they're being tracked. Apple suggests if you fear for your safety, contact law enforcement. Nora. Really interesting. Lilia Luciano, thank you. 
The mission of the U.S. Coast Guard is to protect America's shores, save lives and deter threats like dangerous drugs being smuggled in the United States. Well, now the Maritime Defender is run by four-star Admiral Linda Fagan, the only woman to lead a branch of the U.S. military. We spoke with a commandant about the future and why she says this isn't your grandfather's Coast Guard. This is dramatic video of the Coast Guard rescuing a cruise ship passenger who fell overboard. And this is the training it took to save his life. We're here with the U.S. Coast Guard witnessing a rescue swimmer deployment. This is exactly the kind of work that they do on a regular basis. In a single year, the Coast Guard conducted more than 16,000 search and rescue missions and saved over 4,000 lives. So you can see that the rescue swimmer has got the survivor now in something called a physical grip where he just wraps his arms around the survivor. And, and that's for the quickest way to get somebody out of harm's way. You usually don't fly in weather like this, do you? Usually when we're doing what we do well, it is not a nice day like this. Many of those rescues taking place during natural disasters, like hurricanes, which have become stronger due to climate change. Admiral Linda Fagan is the commandant of the U.S. Coast Guard, the first woman to serve in that role in the branch's 232-year history. My battle cry is tomorrow looks different and so will we. One of the major challenges facing the commandant, recruitment. Station Cape May, Station Cape May. The Coast Guard has missed its recruiting goals the last three years. Has this recruiting challenge reached a crisis point? We are not at a crisis point yet, but we need to turn the corner. She took us to what's described as the heartbeat of the Coast Guard, Cape May Training Center, where every enlisted Coastie starts their journey. So what are they shouting? Louder, faster. Six, six. Women make up only 15% of the Coast Guard. Something Admiral Fagan hopes changes with her leadership. How do you think your role as the first female commandant has changed things? I met a young eight-year-old, and she's like, I'm going to join the Coast Guard, and I'm going to be a commandant. And she doesn't have to wonder if this might be possible. I embody that it, that it is. You know what they say, see it, believe it, and we can report that the freshman class at the U.S. Coast Guard Academy is more than 40 percent female. All right, he was one of Boston's most ruthless mobsters. New details on the death of Whitey Bulger, next. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases. The time is now more than ever to embrace the breathtaking, sinister, and shocking tales that can enthrall you, especially with brand new exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped, like Amy Tintera's Listen for the Lie. With exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors, captivating sound design, and dynamic performances, Audible brings these stories to life like never before. And as a member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Temp check. 
What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer, a beach bum summer, or a wake me up when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door, in as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. A scathing report reveals widespread incompetence and flawed policies within the Bureau of Prisons led to the beating death of notorious gangster Whitey Bulger. Inmates killed Bulger within hours after he was transferred from Florida to West Virginia in 2018. According to the report, inmates knew the 89-year-old who was in a wheelchair and had serious heart conditions was arriving and then they placed bets on how long he would survive. LASIK surgery under the microscope. Why the FDA is eyeing the new changes. That's next. LASIK is a popular eyesight correction surgery. I've had it. In fact, an estimated half a million adults in America undergo LASIK every year. Now the FDA wants doctors to warn them of complications. The agency said patients should be informed that LASIK surgery can result in dry eyes, double vision, chronic pain, and more. Medical groups challenging the FDA's draft guidance say it lacks balance. Honoring our fallen heroes by giving family members a chance to create new memories. We'll have that story next. Let's talk about my mochi ice cream. Why? Because friends do not let friends miss out on something this good. My mochi is premium ice cream wrapped in sweet soft dough, and the flavors are amazing. Like my mochi double chocolate with rich chocolatey bits, it's a chocolate lover's dream. Or don't get me started on my mochi strawberry ice cream. It's cool, creamy, and bursting with natural berry flavor. And the sweet, luscious flavor of my mochi mango will send your taste buds straight to the tropics. My mochi is gluten-free, perfectly portioned, and only around 90 calories per piece. Taste the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream today. Find My Mochi at Walmart or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. Say goodbye to performance-robbing engine deposits with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Hate to break it to you, but lower-grade fuel can leave deposits in your engine that build up over time and leave your engine's performance severely lacking. Thankfully, Shell V-Power Nitro Plus removes up to 100% of performance-robbing deposits with continuous use in gasoline direct injection engine fuel injectors. Download the Shell app today to find your nearest Shell station and rejuvenate your engine with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Fuel up at Shell. Finally tonight on this National Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day, this time of the year can be especially difficult time for family members who have lost a loved one in service to our country. CBS's David Begno shows us how one charity is honoring the fallen and their families. At one of the happiest places on earth, a hero's welcome for children who've lost their heroes. They call it the walk of gratitude, families all sharing a connection. They lost a parent or spouse who died while serving our country. It's part of the Gary Sinise Foundation's Snowball Express. All right, here we go! Since 2006, the event, All of It Free, 
has brought families joy during this holiday season. Look at all the fun stuff. The Allback family came for the first time. They lost Sergeant Jacob Allback three years ago. Coming here, everybody's lost someone, and so it's easier to talk about it to them because they know what you're going through. This was the largest Snowball Express ever, nearly 1,900 people in all. <laughs> Treated like VIPs every step of the way. On chartered airplanes with unusual onboard entertainment. And as treasured guests at Disney World in Orlando. It just made me kind of feel like I haven't been forgotten. There were the somber moments too. That happens when they remember their heroes and ours too. David Begno, CBS News, New York. The most important thing we can do is honor our veterans and their families. That's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you enjoy tuning in to the CBS Evening News, there are official t-shirts, hats, mugs, and more available for purchase at ParamountShop.com. These products are perfect for any fan of Evening News, and you can take 20% off with code EVENING20. That's 20% off all CBS Evening News products with code EVENING20 at ParamountShop.com. Hey everybody, John Stewart here. I am here to tell you about my new podcast, The Weekly Show. It's going to be coming out every Thursday. So exciting. You'll you'll be saying to yourself, TGIT. Thank God it's Thursday. We're going to be talking about all the things that hopefully obsess you in the same way that they obsess me. The election, economics, earnings calls. What are they talking about on these earnings calls? We're going to be talking about ingredient to bread ratio on sandwiches. And I know that I listed that fourth, but in importance, it's probably second. I know you have a lot of options as far as podcasts go, but how many of them come out on Thursday? I mean, talk about innovative. Listen to The Weekly Show with Jon Stewart wherever you get your podcasts.